This is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 36 of The Rare Jewel of Christian Contentment by Jeremiah Burroughs. So, while you are murmuring in your families, the wrath of God may quickly go out against you. In a morning or evening, when you are murmuring, the wrath of God may come quickly upon your families or persons. You are never so prepared for present wrath as when you are in a murmuring, discontented fit. Those who stand by and see you in a murmuring, discontented fit have cause to say, Oh, let us go and take the censer. Let us go to prayer for we are afraid that wrath has gone out against this family, against this person. And it would be a very good thing for you, who are a godly wife, when you see your husband come home and start murmuring because things are not going according to his desire, <coughs> to go to prayer and say, Lord, pardon the sin of my husband, and similarly, for a husband to go to God in prayer, falling down and beseeching him that wrath may not come out against his family for the murmuring of his wife. The truth is that at this day there has been, at least lately, as much murmuring in England as there ever was, and even in this very respect, the plague has begun. This very judgment comes many times on those who are discontented in their families and are always grumbling and murmuring at anything that falls out amiss. I say this text of scripture in Numbers clearly holds forth that the Lord brings the plague upon men for this sin of murmuring. He does it in kingdoms and families and on particular persons. Though we cannot always point out the particular sin that God brings it for, yet we should examine how far we are guilty of the sin of murmuring because the scripture holds forth this so clearly that when Moses but heard that they murmured, do they murmur? He said, go forth quickly and seek to pacify the anger of God for wrath is gone out and the plague is begun. And you have a notable example of God's heavy displeasure against murmuring in 1 Corinthians 10, 10. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Take heed of murmuring as some of them did. He speaks of the people of Israel in the wilderness. For he says, what came of it? They were destroyed of the destroyer. Now the destroyer is thought to be the fiery serpents that were sent among them. They murmured, and God sent fiery serpents to sting them. What? Do you think that a certain cross and affliction stings you? Perhaps such an affliction is upon you, and it seems to be grievous for the present. What? Do you murmur and repine? 
God has greater crosses to bring upon you. Those people who murmur for the want of outward comforts, for want of water, and for the want of bread, murmur, but the Lord sends fiery serpents among them. I would say to a murmuring heart, Woe to you that strive with your maker. Woe to that man, that woman, who strives against their maker. What else are you doing but striving against your maker? Your maker has the absolute disposal of you. And will you strive against him? What is this murmuring, discontented heart of yours doing but wrangling and contending and striving even with God himself? Oh, woe to him who strives against his maker. I may further say to you, as God spoke to Job when he was impatient, Job 38, 1 and 2. Now God spake, says the text, out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? So do you speak against God's ways and his providences which have taken place concerning your condition and outward comforts? Who is this? Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Where is the man or woman whose heart is so bold and impudent that they dare to speak against the administration of God's providence. Roman numeral 10. There is a great curse of God upon murmuring and discontent. So far as it prevails in one who is wicked, it has the curse of God upon it. In Psalm 59, 15, see what the curse of God is upon wicked and ungodly men. Let them wander up and down for meat, and grudge if they be not satisfied. That is the imprecation and curse upon wicked and ungodly men, that if they are not satisfied, they shall grudge. When you are not satisfied in your desires, and find your heart grudging against God, apply this scripture. What is the curse of the wicked upon me? This is the curse that is threatened upon wicked and ungodly ones that they shall grudge if they be not satisfied. And in Deuteronomy 28, 67, it is threatened as a curse of God upon men that they cannot be content with their present condition. But they shall say in the morning, would God it were even, and at even, would God it were morning. So they lie, tossing up and down, and cannot be content with any condition that they are in because of the sore afflictions that are upon them. Therefore, it is further threatened as a curse upon them in the 34th verse that they should be mad for the sight of their eyes which they should see. This is but the extremity of their discontentedness. That is, they shall be so discontented that they shall even be mad. 
Many men and women in discontented moods are a mad sort of people. And though you may please yourselves with such a mad kind of behavior, you should know that it is a curse of God upon men to be given up to a kind of madness for evils which they imagine have come upon them and which they fear. In the 47th verse, there is a striking expression to show the curse of God on murmuring hearts. The Lord threatens the curses which shall be upon them and says, verses 45 through 47, the curses shall pursue thee and they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder and upon thy seed forever. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. God here threatens to bring his curse upon them so as to make them a wonder and a sign to others. Why? Because they served not the Lord with joyfulness of heart. Therefore, God would bring such a curse upon them as would make them a wonder to all that were about them. Oh, how far are you then who have a murmuring heart from serving the Lord with joyfulness? Roman numeral 11, there is much of the spirit of Satan in a murmuring spirit. The devil is the most discontented creature in the world. He is the proudest creature that is and the most discontented creature and the most dejected creature. Now, therefore, so much discontent as you have, so much of the spirit of Satan you have. It was the unclean spirit that went up and down and found no rest. So when a man or woman's spirit has no rest, it is a sign that it has much of the unclean spirit of the spirit of Satan. And you should think with yourself, Oh Lord, have I the spirit of Satan upon me? Satan is the most discontented spirit that is an oh. How much of his spirit have I upon me who can find no rest at all? Roman numeral 12. If you have a murmuring spirit, you must then have disquiet all the days of your life. It is as if a man in a great crowd were to complain that other folks touch him. While we are in this world, God has so ordered things that afflictions must befall us. And if we will complain and be discontented at every cross and affliction, why, we must complain and be discontented all the days of our lives. Indeed, God, in just judgment, will let things fall out on purpose to vex those who have vexing spirits and discontented hearts. And therefore, it is necessary that they should live disquieted all their days. People will not be troubled much if they upset those who are continually murmuring. Oh, they will have disquiet all their days. Okay.
This concludes episode 36 of Jeremiah Burroughs, The Rare Jewel of Christian Contentment.